What's up everybody? I'm Matt Bauer, owner of Red Wolf CrossFit, and this is another episode of Pack Mentality. On this week's podcast, we have our product review episode. We're gonna go cover what you need, what you don't, what's overrated, what's underrated, and the gear that the Red Wolf staff likes to use. Let's get started. Here to help me is the entire Red Wolf staff. We have Danny, Zach, Coach Caitlin, Coach Kim, and Jose. So we have a very special episode with Christmas around the corner, we thought we'd sit down and cover some topics of what gear we like. And we're all probably getting something from friends and family jumping on those great deals out there. So when we say gear, let's start with gear and what actually that means. So Danny, what does gear mean to you? I think it means the stuff we're gonna wear to kind of help us through the workout. Right, Zach? Um, something that's gonna make me more comfortable in the movements and also hopefully improve performance. Okay. Caitlin? I'm going to say stuff that makes you look cool. Wow. Kim? Uh, stuff that will help me uh, move better at the gym. All right. I like it. And Jose? Something that's sports Okay. I like it. And I would say that they are pieces of flair, I guess. Yes, that's what I'm going to run with. Well, let's dive right into it. So our first topic we're going to be talking about is shoes. We're going to be talking about, let's just start with what we do, should not be wearing into a CrossFit gym. Yes. Slippers, flip-flops, yes. Uggs, slides, bare slides. Foot. no bare shoes foot. at all. <laughs> no shoes at all. But most importantly, not running shoes. Yes. We shouldn't be wearing strictly running shoes, even though it's the most accessible thing that everybody has. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't provide the support needed for the m- most movements in the CrossFit gym. Think about it. They're really cushy. Your legs are, they're meant to absorb, you know, shock from the ground of going up and down. It's not necessarily the best thing for a deadlift or for a snatch or even for doing burpees necessarily, right? Because the shock is, you kind of want that on that. You want to be able to feel your foot, not shift from side to side. Yeah. I made the mistake of of squatting in, squatting heavy with running shoes on before and it felt like a squatting on a waterbed, yeah. and I made that mistake only once, and I yeah. will never do that ever again. I mean, a great analogy to this is you wouldn't want to go outside and do a marathon in Crocs, right? You would want to have support for your foot. So you wouldn't want to come into the gym and squat your body weight or more than that with something that's going to give you an off-balance precision. So you right. want to you want to have a good base, and all those principles apply in that scenario, right? Yeah. So I think that's why, like, when we say this to you guys, it's not to encourage you to buy certain shoes necessarily, right? But just be aware of what you have as you come in for the best results, like to not get injured, to come in and have a great workout, and to be safe. Exactly. I, I think overall, I think we can all agree that the best kind of shoe would be some sort of minimalist shoe, correct? Would you guys all agree? What about yeah. shoes like uh, Chucks and Vans? I see a lot of Chucks and Vans. Chucks and Vans, I don't think, are the worst choice, but they're, they're not. great for casual wear. Great for casual wear. <laughs> yeah. it, it could be worse, but, I mean, I wouldn't want to work out in those. I wouldn't want to do burpees. I, I've done burpees in my, my, I mean, I have Ulukai's, but they're, they're very similar to Vans. I've done burpees in those before, and my toes get messed up right. very quickly. So don't recommend those at all. No. What do you recommend? I like Nobles, personally. The noble trainers. Jose, what do you like? Reeboks. <clears throat> I'm old school, so I think that is that that is the standard thing for CrossFit for both lifting and um, CrossFit workouts. 
Yeah. Nice. I mean, I wear a Reeboks, but only because I just enjoy their fit, not necessarily anything else. Zach, what do you enjoy? Um, I enjoy Nikes, and similar to Danny, more because of fit. Um, but I just think it's a really well-balanced shoe. It's got some pros, it's got some cons, like all the others, but overall, it's my favorite. Kim? Uh, I love the strike movement shoes. Uh, I think it's a very uh, minimalist shoe, uh, but it's still great for lifting and it's great for running and they're comfortable and they're flexible. So, yeah. I've personally owned every single shoe, Reebok, Noble, Nike. I haven't had strike, um, but I can say that I think Noble is the best one strictly because my foot is a little bit narrower. I think Reebok is more for wide um, feet. Same agree. thing with Nike as well. And Stripe. I think Stripe's a very wider. wide foot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely those other brands. If you have a narrower foot or like a, a high arch, I think Noble is a really good shoe for that. It's also the lightest shoe, I would say. I mean, we can go put it on a scale and whatnot, but I think the Noble shoes are the lightest um, and have provided me the longest uh, support, uh, you know, over time. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I chose Noble for a practical reason, too, that I want my investment to last me a long time. So I've had my Noble trainers for over two years now. So they cost me 160 which I thought was a big, pri heavy price tag at the time. But now they've lasted me two years, and there's pretty minimal wear on them, and they're the most versatile shoe I've ever had. I wouldn't say that they're the best for everything, because I do like the Reeboks for rope climbs. I do like the Metcons specifically for lifting. I've always like I've actually always been a Metcon user until I switched over to Noble. And I just like how Nobles have a very high durability factor. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would agree. Um, one of the things you know, throw out there when you guys think about shoes, how many shoes do you guys own? Are you guys a one pair? Do you guys have multiple pairs? Like, what do you guys have? I have one. Um, I had lifters in the past. I just haven't really, you know, sought to use them, honestly. I think lifting, being able to lift in just a normal shoe and run and do everything in one, I think is something that I look forward to. Um, so even though I'd have lifters, I don't use them at all. That's a really good point. So let's actually chat about what is the point of lifters in the first place. Yeah, Why to make some... you better, to help you get heavier, <laughs> yeah. to be better. Yeah. Lifters are the best shoe. Lifter, lifters are there for... <laughs> To compensate with ankle mobility, yeah. correct? Right. Right. Which Absolutely. is also something yes. you can pay attention to in your normal trainers because <clears throat> every shoe has a different heel-to-toe drop. Yes. And so Reeboks tend to have a little bit higher. Mm. Nikes are a little bit middle of the road. And then, you know, the Nobles, Nobles and Strike movements are more of the minimalist. The, the, they're they're very flat. So I would, I that's started, a great point. Zach. Yeah. So that's when I first point. started, I would use, I liked the Reeboks a lot because it had a little higher heel-to-toe drop, which allowed me to get into my squats a little bit better. But then as that mobility progressed, I tend to switch. That's so, a very good point. Yeah. Nice. Sorry to cut you off. I know <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I think that's really important for people to know when they're selecting Yeah, yeah. I think Nike even comes with inserts that you can add they, in. They used to. They don't come with it. I think you have to buy them separate. Oh. Now, now they're part of the shoe, but the problem is when they did that, they made it super stable in the heel, but running in them, if you're a heel striker, is... Painful. Probably the biggest con of the shoe. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Absolutely. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're wearing lifters, they should be for 
lifting. Yeah, yes. and that's, that's it. only lifting. I'm not gonna do a rope climb. I'm not gonna do a run. Right. I'm not gonna do anything else. But do not my, recommend running my Olympic <laughs> lift. Right, yes. like they're really just for Olympic lifting. Right, they're not for deadlifting. They're not for strict pressing. They're not for <laughs> no, definitely not for strict pressing. <laughs> I've seen that. Before. Well, I've seen it all. But I mean, like when I, I think people should realize. Like when you go to like an Olympic lifting gym, you just you just wear lifters, right? Those yeah. those are the shoes that you do. You're not doing anything else other than lifting. Yeah, it's essentially cleaning why. up for us, your sport, right? For but for weightlifting, it's just one of the things like wearing a singlet, mm-hmm. right? It's just a piece that you have there. Well, Kim, you're a weightlifter. Why don't you wear weightlifting shoes? Or you come from a weightlifting background, I should say. <clears throat> um, I guess I just have good mobility, so. I've been, oh okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really, you know, I love the strike moving <laughs> shoes. I think they are stable enough for me, and I just have not needed lifting shoes, the, the lifters. So I mean, I don't think people need lifters right. at all. Mm-hmm. I think right. it's a very, like, one of those things where you, you just, what? Like, I don't think anyone needs it. I think you gravitate to it because it makes life easier for you. So that's why they have it. But technically, you could do any lift you want in a Nike Metcon and a Noble, yeah. like just a, re- a basic trainer. That's what they are. They're just trainers for you. So you could do these other lifts. So do you technically need it? No. Right? Does it make life easier? Sure. But it's not a like, necessity. Yeah. Right. You can go your whole day and hear all your lifts and be fine and not have to worry about, oh, did I put my lifters on? Uh, hold on. I got to change out. Hold on. I need 10 minutes. Let me put my socks up. All those different pieces, right? Yeah. It just becomes one of those convenient things that it's nice to have but not completely necessary right towards and yeah maybe it helps like a little bit with ankle mobility and a little bit of performance that helps you stay more upright in a position but is it do you really does your average crossfitter really need to drop 150 dollars on a pair of weightlifting shoes probably not they're more yeah. They're more? Oh, no. they're way more. That's, but that shows how long it's been yeah. since I've even looked at weightlifting <laughs> shoes. Oh, yeah, I think I dropped $200 on my Nike Romaleos. I don't even yeah. know where they yeah. are. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah, they're about 200 bucks. Yeah, my wow. Nike Romaleos. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on now. Let's move on to belt and knee sleeves, all right? Well, let's talk about the belt first, actually. So, who here wears a belt when they lift? Anyone? I do. I do. I don't. But I will say the belt, I only wear it when I get to a certain percentage. Yes, absolutely. At a certain what, what point. What is that percentage? Um, roughly about 85 to 90%, 90%, maybe a one rep max. Yeah, I 100% that's, agree. That's when I'm going to put the belt on. I'm not putting it on for moral support. I'm not putting it on uh, for my, you know, make me feel better about my life or as a uh, little stomach tucker, right? Yeah. Which I see a lot of guys do. Yeah. A lot of people want to use the belt for safety. And I understand that, but you also need to understand something as far as, well, you're doing it for a diff- different reason. You're doing it because most likely you have a weak core and a weak back right. and yeah. weak glutes and a lot of different weaknesses that need to be addressed before you throw on a belt. Exactly. It's like hiding a weakness with yes. the and belts. It becomes something that you rely on versus attacking the problem yes. one of the firsthand. That, yeah, one of the things I started doing actually is I'll wear my belt, but I won't cinch it down. And basically mm-hmm. what it does, it just go. gives yeah. me something to feel on my core mm-hmm. and so i can engage the core and yeah that oh, muscle so it's there almost just like a little physical a, reminder yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's a tummy tuck yeah, yeah it's a tummy yeah. tuck you just have a little hand on your tummy oh, that's yeah. good yeah the coach can do that for you too so so <laughs> those of you who do wear belts now you've kind of gone over why you should or shouldn't wear one what kind of belts do you guys wear a velcro just a basic one yeah so, i don't even know what it is honestly the brand but just a velcro just one. like an amazon one or something Dude, oh, my belt cost $19 yeah. at the NEX. I, I bought it 10 years ago. 
I haven't changed. So yeah. that's that's the way I look at it. Basic yeah. belt from just a basic. big five. Yeah. yeah. So it's more just like you don't need a real huge investment in this. No. No. You do want to get But one. you do want a, a neoprene or a soft sleeve one with a Velcro. You don't want to get a leather mm. thick one with a um, kind of strap Buckle. on it. Those are more powerlifting. You know, those are a little bit tighter. Uh, the leather ones with the CrossFit stuff that we do can actually pinch you. It can right. actually cause it to rip some skin open. I have a pretty good scar on my right side from where a leather belt got me really good one time. So I would definitely Nothing recommend. Nothing too bulky either because yeah. that could clip on the bar for yeah, sure. So something a little too. more snug yeah. Yeah. that will stay close to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about knee sleeves. So you guys for them or against them? I'm in the middle. Yeah. They're nice to have. Don't get me wrong. <clears throat> Love having a knee sleeve on. Is it necessary? Absolutely not. No. No. So what is the point of a knee sleeve in the first place? Why to would make you, you look cool, obviously. <laughs> yes. Well, to a keep knee them sleeve, warm. No, the knee sleeve is warm. just to give you... My yeah. knees are cold. <laughs> they're, for, they're for walking <laughs> lunges. They're for walking lunges. Yeah. yeah. But no, oh, they're just... True, yeah. The, the knee sleeves oh, right. are there to put compression on the knee or to give you like some sort of stability in your knees, right? Yes. Uh, it's actually a proven fact that for Olympic, like the Olympic lifts, like snatch and clean, it actually does not help performance in the snatch and the clean, right? They actually did a study where it's like, you can do it with knee sleeves or without knee sleeves, and there's been absolutely no benefit for it. Mm-hmm. So it really just comes down to like, what feels good for you. Yeah, comfort. Yeah, for me personally, with my hip and my ankle, like just having it on there on cert- certain times, like with certain squats, just helps me get in the position, stay on my heels, and not go on my toes. Right. So it does help in that sense, but I don't wear them all the time. It's not a thing I was like, if I don't put my knee sleeves on, it doesn't ruin my life. Yeah. Who else right. wears knee sleeves? I do. I fluctuate. I wear mine <laughs> a lot when we're doing lunges, just so my knee's not bashing the ground. Yes. Yeah. Good point. I mean, that's and really, like, yeah. It's, I also do. I know. consider mine dual purpose, because then I use it as rope protection when we yep. do rope climbs. Oh, there you go. Yeah, shin that's shin what I was going to say. That's what I use my knees for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Built-in shin guard. I and think, yeah, I think ultimately it's just for comfort, <laughs> bottom yeah. line. Makes me feel safe. Yeah, is that the main reason you wear them, Caitlin? Yes. Just comfort, that's just it. Just pure comfort. Sometimes comfort. my knees hurt a little bit, and I just want a little extra support. Okay. Nice. Kim? Kim? No. Um, no, I don't really wear them. No. Okay. Yeah, I don't wear knee sleeves either. Uh, I used to, but I'm just... I got so tired of putting them on. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why. I just I just don't like. There are different um, thicknesses. Yeah. Though, oh yeah, we should cover that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Five millimeter, seven and millimeter. Seven mil. yeah. I think there's even three. There's like threes. Less. The threes are three. useless. I bought the threes once. Yeah. Don't buy the threes, everybody. If you're listening to this, do not buy the threes. Yeah. 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 You mean you want a five or a seven? That's just it depends on like how big your leg is necessarily, right? So like a five, like for me, a bigger guy. The five millimeter fits really tight. The seven millimeter fits, it's like impossible to get it up my thigh. Yeah. It like will not even come past my knee. It's basically just a shin guard at that yeah. point. No. I can't even pull it that high. So yeah. if I have five and seven, so pick accordingly. Yeah. Right. Fantastic. I think we covered it. Let's move on to grips. Now, this is a very hot topic because Ooh. there's a lot of different preferences out there. There's a lot of grips that people like and don't like. Oh, uh, oh. Wait, let's go around the room. <laughs> Who wears grips? Does everyone wear grips? Everybody. Does everybody? I think everybody, everybody here wears, wears grips. grips. I'm like 50-50. Grips. And what grips do you all wear? 
Caitlyn's grips. <laughs> They're not Caitlyn's grips. <laughs> Why does everybody? I think I might be yes. the only one that doesn't wear bear complex. <gasps> what? what? Zach has oh, to start. Man. Zach no, has to no, start. Zach is officially kick off the podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. Walking out the door. All right. Well, would you start us off? Well, what do you wear? What I wear victory you? grips. Victory grips oh, are good. Nice. However, yeah. I'm you know, bear complex. <clears throat> I think is perfect for anybody that's look like your first grip bear complex while well, we go over this do you like what, what are the styles of grips right yep. so what style of grip do you wear um i wear the three finger um whole grip and i like the victory grips because you can really get what's called the dowel effect on the bar mm. so a lot of people flip will mm-hmm. flip the, the grips over and they make you know fingerless mm-hmm. grips yeah. and stuff like that but I find with the victory grips, if you use that dowel effect, basically folds the grip up on the bar and it really kind of locks you in. Yeah. And same I, thing on the like rings. I noticed that you use that style and it seems to work really well for you. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, that's something I could never get down. I yeah. could never get the dowel effect down, mm-hmm. no matter what grips I wore. So now I do just the flip over the bar and man, that has worked for me for years. Yeah. So, I think it also depends on how big your hands are. Yeah. And how big your grips are. Yeah. Sizing is yeah. super important. Sizing, yeah, we Sizing is very important. Sizing is very important. So you wear the bear complex. Yes. I is it bear complex or bear complex? Bear complex. Complex. Yeah. Bear complex uh, with is the a K. stimulation yes. machine, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, medium or large, I don't think anybody should get a small, honestly. Even people with small hands, you want it to cover your fingers, um, especially when you flip it over. I have the three-hole one, but I never use it. I don't really think it's – I think no holes is the way to go. I have the no holes. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to put your fingers. It, if anything, that just makes it bunch up more. Um, but if you can't do the no holes, it's mostly because your grips are too small. That's probably the problem. So yep. you need them to be yeah. bigger. What about you, Kim? Um, I have bear complex as well, but I also have a pair of the RX Smart Gear, the Alex Smith grips, right? I started with the finger holes, and then I learned to use the flap. Um, I really like the RX Smart Gear. Um, but I happen to just like the Bear Complex a little bit better because they are thinner and they are a little more stiff. Like the Arc Smart Gear ones are kind of floppy. Yeah. So that's very true. Um, they do have like a little band where you can tuck it in, but then that takes time to tuck it in. So at least the Bear Complex ones, you can fold it down, mm-hmm. and or even if you don't fold it down, you can twist it around and it just stays put. So um, I think I've kind of picked my Bear Complex grips over my arc smart smart gear ones but i like both they're both good yeah yeah they're jose both good. what about you um i use the bear complex as, as well um i would prefer caitlin's grips it's <laughs> magic though yes <laughs> you can you can strain muscle ups i'm just kidding but yeah bear complex bear complex um to me like it's like i'm not a like your gear person it's all about how you perform in the gym so, like, you know, like, I don't really care what kind of grips I use, but it's just... You, you know, should care. You should yep. care. <laughs> yeah. It helps. Yeah. It helps. I should care. It helps. Yeah, like, yeah. Protects your hands, protects for sure. Me. I mean, yeah. I hate getting ripped. Yeah. So I, yeah. That's I, one question like we didn't <laughs> ask at yeah. the beginning is why do we wear grips? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wear grips specifically for that reason, so I don't rip. Also, yeah. because it's, it's kind of delays that grip fatigue if I was a very grippy workout like mm-hmm. for example something like we did that one workout a while ago with toes during kettlebell swings and double under so it's all grip the mm-hmm. entire time 
And if I didn't have grips, then my hands not only would have torn, but I, my hands I mean, were my hands were fatiguing regardless. Because did the Plus, which was handstand walks. No, I couldn't. <laughs> even which I chose not to. But I too, just like everybody else, I like the Barra Complex grips. Uh, I like the the new ones they just came out with that are carbon fiber because they're they're pretty much pre broken in, ready to go. Mm-hmm. The reason why I like those is because when you chalk them up, it actually holds chalk very well, and they're mm-hmm. very. They, I feel like I actually stick to the bar very easily. And uh, it's actually, grips are definitely my favorite piece of gear to have in the gym because I have a life outside of the gym and I want to make sure that my hands aren't completely wrecked right. uh, when I leave the gym. And I think most people are in the same boat. I think one of the things to pay attention to is how much you're paying for grips, right? A bare mm-hmm. complex pair of grips runs for about like just oh, yeah. 25 bucks, right? 20, 25 bucks. to 45. So high, like high end would be like 45. Yeah. Bucks. The I mean, like just your smart basic gear ones. ones were like 70. Yeah. 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 So, so that's what I mean. Like, for the They're price, great, but... <laughs> for the price of Bear Complex, for the way they hold up, for what you get out of them, they actually do really well. I mean, there's some other cheaper options out there. I know Element 26 is one that I use, but the problem with them is they don't last. Right. So, like, they are really great when you first get them, and then after, like, a couple of rounds, uh, you're like, okay, it's completely tore up. So there's, I mean, that's one of the things to look at is mm-hmm. the durability for what you, the price you pay, right? You Absolutely. Just like with shoes, right? Yeah. Same thing. Just like anything. You want to get your value out of it. Yeah. Um, how about wrist wraps? You guys do wraps at all? Yes. Because we just did a special order for yes, special Red Wolf Red ones. Wolf wrist wraps. <laughs> yeah. But they're the Thai ones. So there's two different types of wrist wraps, right? There's yep. the Velcro, and then there's the one where you have to physically tie it. I personally have only used that type. Um, well, there's type? also the, the band, too. There's a sweatband style. Oh, yeah. Maybe you pull the sweatband up. Or you just pull it up. Let's uh, just talk about, like, the wraps themselves, right? Like... Why would you what use are they a wrap? For? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about why. I mean, they're for they're for wrist support, just mm-hmm. like you would have knee support, ankle support. It's just for wrist support, honestly. Yeah. You know, some of us have poor wrist mobility, and this is a good way of counterbalancing that, right? So, if you do like the the tie one, like you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. You you can control the tensi- the, like the intensity or the um, tension on that wrist right there to help give you more or less of what you need. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Velcro one, it's preset. And just the sweatband one is just there to make you feel good about yourself for that one. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that I have like terrible wrist mobility, but I do have a plate in my wrist from a previous break um, before. So there are times where my wrist just has sh- shooting sharp pain uh, from pressure. And so I'll have to put a wrist wrap on just to like relieve some pressure. Um, so that's kind of just like how you said knee sleeves. It's just for compression and it's just for pure support and yeah. for it to feel good. Yeah. Anybody else wear wrist wraps? Um, sometimes, sometimes not. Depends on how my wrists are feeling. Usually overhead squats. And yeah, usually overhead, overhead squats. squats. Uh, whether it's a lot of volume or going heavy, that's usually when I have to wear them. Yep. Wrist wraps are really inconvenient, though. Let me tell yeah, you. If you have sure. to wear grips and wrist wraps, and if you have like a Fitbit on, oh, forget it. Now you have like three <laughs> yeah, things on your of, hands. It's a lot of pieces of flair. You really, yeah, you really <laughs> you. just have to decide. <laughs> Ultimately, I think bottom line is you shouldn't have that much stuff on when you're working out. Right. Um, everything is mostly for pure comfort. The only things that are really necessary in the gym are your shoes. And the next thing I'm going to go ahead and say is probably grips so you don't tear your hands. I agree right. with that That's statement. about it. That's the only thing I really want. And even then, I mean, yeah. you don't really need grips. No, yeah. Like, no, you don't, you don't actually need them. Wrist wraps can I... just be very bulky. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's just like just sticking out and... Yeah. yeah, that's actually the main reason why I stopped using grips was because they would either get unraveled. I would, I would, I would catch myself always constantly adjusting them either mid workout or I'd always be having some problem fiddling with them. So I just 
stop there using is them. an option to tape your wrists mm-hmm. if you know how to tape your wrists and that way um, it's very thin um, you can control how tight the tape is on your wrist, um, but then I get sweaty and it well, rolls then, right yeah, off. Yeah, so. wrist. It, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you could have yeah. Speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, about that. <laughs> All right, does that cover for wrist wraps? Yeah. I think All right, so we good. got covered. All right, let's go into our final one. We're going to talk about jump ropes. Do you guys have your own jump rope? Yes. Absolutely. We're not sharing. But why would you want your own jump rope? Because we're Ooh. all different heights. Yes. A, let's just start there. <laughs> different skill. Skill level. Skill level. Yes. Skill level. And then just like shoes, we all have a different preference mm-hmm. of what we like. Yeah. Right? So we'll go here, Matt. Go ahead and tell everyone your jump rope story. RPM. 100%. You have RPM. to have. I, I well, go with why RPM, RPM speed rope. Why RPM? Because it's the fastest. It's the lightest. And also, it's what the pros use. Matt is also the best at double unders yeah. in the gym. By but far. you know, I'm I'm coming for you. Got <laughs> like 300 double unders and broken. I just did so, sets yeah. of 50 the other day. So <laughs> I, 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 I honestly think the only reason I'm good at double unders because when I first started CrossFit, it was hands down for two years the worst movement I was. It's, well, it's, here's it's what I'll ask you, right? Like, thing to learn. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the most easiest skill, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the most frustrating skill to learn. Frustrating. So you go RPM speed rope, right? Yeah. Right, I, I go, didn't learn on it though. I go R. I have RX Smart Gear. I have their um, their speed rope. Yeah, for mine personally, and my reason is I have big hands and I like the I like the grip. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the that's, grips are very nice. Like I, I hate that little stick that you hold for RPM because yeah. that has fallen on my hand more than anything else in the world. <laughs> for sure. But also too with mine, it's very easy to change things out. So if my rope does get beat down, it's easy to change. Yeah. But I think when new people come in, they look at us with their speed rope and they're like, I want that speed rope. But when you're first learning double unders, you actually should learn with a heavier rope. Right. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? Like, like, I think a lot of people look at it so like, with a speed rope, like, ah, I should get a speed rope because you're using yeah. a speed rope. But it's like, no, I mean, the speed rope is for the skills that we have. Yeah. It's, it's a learned skill. Whereas like the heavier rope, the first one you start, it's much easier for you to understand and figure out the movement and start to get the rhythms down. Yeah. Although it hurts when it hits you. I 100% agree with that because that's how I learned. I did, I gradually graduated ropes as I got better. So I started with this really thicker. It was At the time, RX ropes weren't around, but it was the equivalent of an RX rope that I just got at Big Five. It was like 10 bucks, and I would practice my – and then once I mastered that, I moved on to, and again, faster rope, which was a little bit lighter but not as light as the RPM, and then I graduated the RPM rope over time. Zach, what do you use? I use RPM. But I started out with RX Smart Gear. Yeah, and originally. Do, do you think if you started with the RPM rope, you would have learned double unders as as quickly? Uh, no, definitely not. So yeah. I actually started with a thinner rope right out of the gate because okay. I saw everybody doing it, and yeah. I couldn't get them, and I was whipping myself and the whole nine yards. And then I was like, "All right, maybe try a heavier rope." And once I did the heavier rope, it was like, "Okay, it's yeah. a little bit easier to control. It's like more reactive. You can feel the right. movement." And then I switched back. Did everybody here start with a heavy rope, or did anyone here learn double unders on a fast rope? Fast rope, all the way. Oh wow! Ooh. Tell us about that. I want to let's, let's unpack this a little well, bit more. Women do learn skills better than men. <laughs> I have been jump roping for a very long time, so I mean, she was a Division One athlete. Yeah. Let's see. Right, yeah. If you guys know this, Caitlin was a Division jump rope one. for heart. Revenant. Sorry, yeah. jump rope for heart. No. It's a big deal in Hawaii. No, I, I've always been pretty good at jump rope, so I started with a speed rope from the beginning and double unders. Unfortunately, were never hard for me. Wow, lucky you. Nice. But other things are hard for me, so everybody has. That's their really thing. funny. My wife what, what? is the same way. Like she picked up CrossFit in one month, 
and she did her skills. Yep. And then one month, she just had double under. She's nice. like, oh, it's so easy. What are you talking about? I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I'm I jealous. Hate you yeah. so much. Yeah. What, what rope did you start with? I don't think I owned a rope until RPM rope. Oh, really? Um, okay. I always use the gym rope, which is not the way to go. Because if you don't get your gym rope, the whole workout is over, basically. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you we only it. have one size per height. Like It's not like we or it's... any gym carries multiple ropes out of multiple height. So if you don't get a good rope, I mean, that's just pick and choose, like not getting a bike or a yeah. rower on the day. I mean, you, you definitely should have your own rope. Yes. Like specifically, we're we're like a library. We only have a set amount of stuff we can issue right. out to everyone. Yes. If everyone shows up and they don't, like you know they don't have their own rope, well, we really can't help you. We have some extras. Plus, it's such a just a good thing to have. Mm-hmm. So if you can't make it in the gym, yeah. like, like you can practice your double unders or get in a really good workout. Absolutely, jump rope own. is. You burn the most calories uh, jump roping you do. than running or biking or stuff like that. Like jump yeah. roping is the way to go. You also swear the most. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> very true. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. With, I concur. I do. And it's very <laughs> painful too. Yes. yes. <laughs> Why do you like the RPM rope? Because um, it's uh, a fast rope. I like the different cables it has. Yeah. Um, I like the colors. Um, honestly, yeah, you can customize. Yeah, you can customize. Customize so a jump rope. Yeah. True. I don't know. I think it just has really good spin. Oh, I really like um, the cable insert. Okay, like for example, the rogue jump ropes that the handle slides up and down mm. the jump rope. It's terrible. That is right. terrible, terrible, terrible way to make a jump rope. It needs to have a sturdy handle where it yeah. connects rope to handle, and that's it. There's I actually no wrote them a review. Point. On the <laughs> jump rope. I wrote them, I was like, hey, 1994 called back, and they want their jump rope. Yeah, like, <laughs> wow. the way it slides is not, okay. not ideal. So. Okay. Yeah. Kim, what about you? Uh, I think I had always learned with a thin rope. Um, oh, Maybe not the RPM, but some kind of like thinner rope with like plastic handles, like maybe the, a rogue one, cheap one. Which one um, do you use now? But uh, I graduated at RPM, and I just got the competition handles with the competition cable, so way faster um, and very light, too. It's very fast, very smooth, so I'm excited. Jose. I can get 300 oh, double unders. Nice, nailed it. <laughs> Jose, what about you? Um, I started with the gym ropes until I got my double unders. Then I transferred to this, the rogue speed rope. The rogue speed rope? Okay. Yep. It's very fast. Is it very fun? Okay. <laughs> is this the same rope that Danny left review for? We should have speed competition. Yeah. Yeah. We can yeah. do double unders right now. Yeah. We'll all I see how fast the double unders are. I got a shot. Let me warm up a little so bit. So four for oh. RPM. Four for RPM. Oh, I think height on the jump rope is really important, yes. too. Okay. Um, so Matt is the best in the gym for jump roping. And honestly, his jump rope is so short. It clears his head by like barely an inch, and I honestly think that is one reason why he smokes us all in double unders. Yeah, it shortens the range of motion. Well, yes. The pass through. This goes back to your capacity, right? But also, he With doesn't skill. ever move his hands. Yes. Right? If you ever notice, right. like, so a lot of people will do their measurements of their jump rope, and then they go down and start their jump ropes, and then they don't realize they're bending their elbows or extending their arms yes. out. Going and that right. really, and they're like, oh, my rope is too short. I need a longer rope. And it's like, no, no, it's your technique, it's your skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you ever watch Matt do it, he does not move his hands he'll move his rest of his body but he just won't move his hands because he's so stationary in that spot whereas a lot of us when we get tired we start to move our hands we start to move our arms and that does affect your your length right there but technically you would want you know when you stand on the rope and you bring it up you want it at nipple level or Mm -hmm. lower right there like Mm -hmm. a lot of people go up to their armpits or their shoulders and i'm like that's too high already yeah and they're like no you don't get it i'm like no no i'm watching yeah 100 percent 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. If you have any more questions about gear, we'd love to chat with you more. If this information was helpful, please leave us a five-star review so we know to make more content just like this. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Red Wolf CrossFit. If anyone you know wants to improve their health and fitness, feel free to book a free intro with us at redwolfcrossfit.com. Good luck. Have fun. Nailed Nailed it. it.